Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom of Loathe cast. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. You guys are creeping me out. I'm just hot stuff. Um, Bicurious hot stuff. That's your title. <clears throat> you change your title every time you submit a document to anybody? Yeah, but it's never been Bicurious. It's always been Bicurious. The Bicuriosity was in you the whole time. <laughs> you know, you've been on that epic quest try to buy things mm-hmm. uh so we got some questions uh which is what we do here we answer we answer questions we That's talk right. about kingdom of loathing uh we although we, we uh are, are getting away if, we, if we're just doing q a we're getting away from the general like status report stuff we've been spending a lot of our time working on the new game and so there is I, i've been doing some kol stuff the crypt revamp is very nearly in the can and there's a bunch of interface stuff that's getting really close to yeah and that's pretty cool that's working out really it's well. really, really sexy. Um, We're basically replacing all the images in the game with um, boobs. Boobs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Titties. sexy. Some of them are man boobs, though. Yeah. But you but can't tell which you ones. You have something for the ladies. So you can't tell which ones. So you got to be careful when you're masturbating to KOL's inventory because you might accidentally uh, blow your load while looking at, say, uh, Bill Bellamy's man boobs. Did you ever <laughs> see that... Uh, website that was like an extreme close-up of a body part and you were like supposed to decide yeah whether it was, was boobs, it boobs butt, butt or elbow or elbow yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> and it was really hard to tell it sometimes. was hard it was hard um i remember that and i remember that are these boobs fake or not the the quiz telling whether boobs were fake or real huh yeah um valhalla revamp is kind of waiting on the crypt revamp uh and some yeah i don't know it's hard the Valhalla revamp is hard to get people excited about testing it because testing it means ascending a bunch of times, you know? Well, it's not just ascending. It's like seeing how it plays. Meaningfully ascending. Yeah. yeah and just... it's, you, you know, it, we can't really expect people to do that. We, I think we just need to launch it and say, like we say with everything, that it's a work in progress. And if we've, if we roll with some stuff that's not balanced particularly well, we just can change it. Right. I mean, we say that a lot, but then we never... We never do it. Do it. Well, because we always fuck around for so long that people get set in their ways, and we become afraid, or I become I become fearful that we can't change it without upsetting people. But You shouldn't be afeard. I know. And lately, yeah. lately, I've just been like, you know what? Fuck it. I can't do anything without upsetting people, so I'm just going to keep... I will set shit on fire. That's what I said. And I'm doing it. Uh, but now we have uh, we have all these narrative reasons to actually set things on fire. Yep. No, no two shits will not be set on fire. That's true. Um, let's see. What was I doing here? I was going to load the radio bugbear questions. Yes, I was. Um, I need to remember to solicit these questions before we do the recording. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought you normally just solicited stuff before we left for dinner. Back Because that was always two hours before the show. Well. I mean, yes, I can certainly do that. I mean, I'm just thinking, could you just not use that habit that you got into? Yeah. In no, I could just didn't think, because it was like I'm used to typing. We're going to be on Radio KOL in two hours. Please send questions. Right. Um, Casey Wiederman, who started the uh, forum thread for questions, and thank you, thank you for doing so. Uh, business questions. What does it mean to copyright a game like Kingdom of Loathing? You know, I don't know. So, <sighs> anything that you publish is sort of implicitly copyright. Anything that you write, not even publish. Anything that you like. The copyright laws have gotten very generous. Like you don't have to register anything. You don't have to do anything to 
to own a copyright to something as soon as, as soon as like if you're a photographer as soon as you like click the shutter to make the image you've got copyright on it i talked to a lawyer uh, in the early days who said it, i didn't really need to copyright yeah. stuff all it would do is it would make it so if somebody didn't copied it it would be like a week to sue them instead of three months and you can also them. if you register something you can also sue for triple damages oh right um so that's th those are the only and if you play a cue on the triple damages you <laughs> yeah. can like totally own their asses you can um so yeah so that like with ko in particular like the game is evolving on a daily basis so it's it, you can't really copyright a service is my yeah but you also the code can't base really, you can't and really, all of the writing i mean those are things sure. that are obviously yeah. copyrightable but you also can't really copy a service so there's not really well. any good way for people to rip us off right like you could make your own product that was very similar to ko you could make kingdom <coughs> of flothing kingdom of flothing and lake of boating just co like copy all the content lake right? of like, boating was awesome yeah <laughs> but if you copy all the content like all the art and all the all the text and stuff like that that would be a clear violation right. of copyright and but like i think if we, you did that it wouldn't be you know it's like if you step into a teleporter and it makes an exact copy of you with all of your memories it's still not really you okay but if you made an exact copy if you, of Kingdom if, of Logan, if you wouldn't have all of its players if your clone then went to like go collect your paycheck you'd be pretty pissed because you're still right. only going to get to get one paycheck or if your clone gave your wife a hand job uh yeah mm-hmm uh, what are the steps involved in doing so? I yeah, that's another thing. How the fuck would we, like you just print out everything? You print out all you the can codes, submit it digitally. It. You can submit it. Digitally. You can submit a disc. Put it on a CD. Submit a disc. You put it on a disc. I don't know that mailing someone a CD-ROM counts as submitting it digitally anymore. Well, so why not? I mean, it's like so like you used to have to print out like all your like I mean what I know a lot of this from is like being a photographer. So like you used to have to print out your photos and send them a stack of photos. You know. I registered a handful of my photographs that I thought were particularly good that I didn't want to be used, you know, just randomly or whatever, and sent them off to the copyright office and never heard anything back. <laughs> and sent them, like, I sent them a check to register it and... Did they cash They the cashed it. So, like, I think legally if I were to, like, ever need to pursue something, I could, but I never got even a single piece of confirmation that any of that stuff had, like, gone through. So, don't uh, expect to get anything back. They probably get you know thousands of submissions a day and there's probably like one person dealing with them you know because that's the way the government works it's einstein right no that's the that's the patent office you mean oh. the dog it's calvin's dad it might be calvin's dad yeah. okay um light ninja writes uh the pirates were revamped a while back but do you have any intention of revisiting them on your list of re your list of revamping quests in particular the process of getting the swashbuckling outfit has not changed much at all remove drunkenness adventure was awesome but something like buffing item drop rate and removing some of the stat non combats would be lovely i mean if i get there i'll probably give it the same treatment that i'm giving everything else you know i think like whereas it's not it is part of a quest but it's not the I mean, it's part of the level 11 quest. Yeah, right. Really, right? So it's, you know, the thing is, you're not going to need the pirates in order to do the Baron quest anymore. Yeah. You're going to need them in order to do it fast. Um, but, but I feel like that's the that's the thing where it's like a little weird, and I think that'll be fine. If, yeah. If it's part of the level 11 progression. Yeah, if it's just something, if it's something complicated that you have to deal with and understand, and it's the trick for doing the game fast, yeah. then that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, that said, though, I mean, we like as we do these things, like I, I feel like no one can argue that the new Cobb's Knob structurally is worse 
than the old one. I think even like Scully, who sometimes gets sad about like you about know losing the old non-combats going away and stuff. I think he likes. I think he would be hard pressed to say that there was anything better about the old one compared to the new one, right? And you know, I'm just gonna keep doing that. Like we've gotten we've gotten good at our jobs over the last eight years, and evolve or perish. I think we have we maybe have to publish improved our design sensibility, but I feel like we still screw up our jobs all the time. What? No, I'm not talking about our hand jobs. For the for for each other's wives, for yeah. each other's clone wives. Clone, right? clone. No, the, yeah. the wives are not cloned. Oh no, the the wives of our clones. Right, right. Because we're not married, so just our clones. Our are. clones have wives. Right. Yeah. Um, the secret wives of alter clones. Uh, Lightning just says, "What are your opinions on the fact that a spangly rack is strong as a stronger fairy than the hound dog? Certainly feels like from a hardcore perspective that the hound dog has been trivialized, despite still costing a hundred lucre." Uh, it isn't even that the Spangly Rack edges out the Hound Dog in, in plus items. At 30 pounds, it blocks monsters' attacks 90% of the time. Not to mention the Sugar Shield you save since you don't have to use them with a Spangly Rack. You know, that was just a total accident. I don't know who came up with the Hat Rack. Probably me Probably or Scully. Me or Scully. I mean, it was limited in usefulness because you had to be a disco bandit that had done, or an accordion, accordion thief, thief, that had done the Nemesis quest in order to get it. And the fax machine changed that. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things where there yeah. were so many factors coming into play that couldn't possibly have been balanced for. And I mean, I think that was the whole point, right? Was that it was it, it was a little overpowered, but it was only for one particular class that did something that was so totally suboptimal. To begin I guess with. in a lot of cases, doing Nemesis stuff is optimal in run because some of that stuff we decided to make it powerful because it was so suboptimal to do it. Yeah. It became optimal to do well, it. Because there's the, there's the whole, like, you know, seal clubber yeah. seal thing. Which is fine. You know, I mean, yep. I think it's fine. Like, that's just part of that's part of the evolving landscape of the game. And you know, different class we, differentiation. I we like evaluated, that. although the, the fax machine sort of right, rapes, which is, rapes class differentiation yeah. in, its, in its differentiated bird butthole. But we could fix hole. that with a single thing, would stop all those faxes from working. We could. Remember, hmm? if you mark something as unfaxable or whatever, uncopyable, it'll prevent. There's code in there that. Yeah, it. but I mean, I think it, like again, it's been so long; it'd be a dick move to do it now. We also evaluated it. We looked at the situation and decided not to do anything about it. Well, I mean, but, that's that's how we addressed the Spangly Rack situation. Is that we were it was brought to our attention. We looked at it. We thought, you know, is this really a big deal? It's like, no, it's probably not. I mean, this is this seems more like a clever trick than a broken. A broken mechanic. Yeah. You know? I would think you'd be happy that you don't have to get the hound dog anymore. And he says, how will picking up St. Sticky Pete's Day tattoos work? I missed the first two, but will be an aftercore for the one that takes place tomorrow. Will I jump to the most recent upgrade or start with the basic version and make my way up? You will start with the basic version and make your way up. Uh, Deadnet says, I love the puzzle aspect of the game. Aside from Riff's butt puzzle and the sunken chest, are there any unsolved <laughs> puzzles? Can you tell us what they are? I've been thinking about puzzles a lot. Yeah, thinking th- thinking about your April puzzle and the uh, the valve arg has made my my finger fingers start a twitching to maybe making one of those. Yep, I've got a theme, and now I just need to figure out how I'm gonna write puzzles around the theme. Hi, Bulbrights. Are Batman Ascensions still a work in progress, or have they been put on the back burner until you have a good enough idea for them? Well, the it was never a question of having a good enough idea for the Batman run, because the Batman run is its own good enough idea. The question was how to incorporate it into the game in such a way that it made any sense whatsoever. And we have a, we have that way now. So. Yep. 
it's uh that's just gonna be a matter of time yeah the, the several two-week segments of time yeah the challenge path uh thing that we're doing with this valhalla revamp batman won't be the first one and it probably won't be the second one but it will be an eventual one potentially um, this year though yeah yeah could be because it's not like a ton of work the way that I'm imagining it, it's not, you know, there's some new artwork, but mostly it's just a bunch of coding up a bunch of new skills and yeah. items, which skills are easy, right? Especially if it's like coding up a bunch of new skills for you to use when you don't have access to all your old skills. Sure. So we're only, you know, we're coming up with a list of like 30 or I don't know. I, I like, I kind of want 45. I kind of want 45 skills. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Like 45 is a ton. Yeah. But, but a lot of them are just passives. I mean, it's life 45 in particular. Uh, so, well, because the way that I want it to work is that every time you level, I want you to get like an sort of an upgrade token at the at your bat cave, and you can either upgrade your utility belt, your armor, or your cow. These are all euphemisms <sighs> for uh, sexual acts. Yeah, and and each of them, each of them just has like a tree that you can upgrade them into, and then tree. Uh, yeah, and then once per run, you save one of the schematics into your bat computer, and then it keeps it for the next time. You're computer going yeah yeah by which you mean giving a hand job to your clone's wife yeah yes bat pewter yeah that's you giving a bat yeah pewter. sticking a pewter bat up her butt <laughs> a pewter I'm bat. batting a thousand no i'm batting with pewter bats yeah that's <laughs> it's just a pewter bat butt plug uh yeah so that's bad why is why is batting 100 like why is hitting 100% of things batting a thousand because it's they want the granularity in batting statistics to be one additional decimal yeah but instead of just saying you know batting 300 is pretty good so instead of batting 30 30.0 they just say 300 yeah well why wouldn't you uh, because it's 0.3 something something right because it's a Sure. You're really batting. You're really batting one. Yeah. If you if you hit if you get a hit every time. See, that's I like that. I feel like as as mathematicians, we should uh, we should urge the the lexicon to change. We're not mathematicians, and I don't care. As astronauts, <laughs> about what as astronauts, say. I take offense. Baseball at your, men. Uh, lack of regard for authority. Uh, Jarko Liv says, "What do you think about the welcome page to the site?" What? The welcome page to the site? Nah, I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Uh, Maybe that's his point. We should have a welcome page. I mean, that's that's the login page, right? Mm -hmm. It has not changed basically at all. There's been like, you know, there's announcements and there's like a couple of rotating notices or whatever, but it's by and large the same thing that it was seven or eight years ago. It's great. It's consistent. Yep. Uh, it looks old, I guess. Well, sure, but it's not. It's pretty representative of the game. I don't think you know. It's weird. It is weird that it looks old, and I think the reason it looks old is because there's not a million shit in every fucking corner, right? Like it doesn't look like a modern website because a modern website is a bewildering array of text in every bit of your field of view. Yeah, I was I was looking at what the CSS Zen Garden today, and. I was just, you know, like hundreds of different ways of presenting the same information and all of it is, is like a really good way of like obscuring the actual utility of the information, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know. 
Apple's website is pretty good. It's pretty simple. The a lot of big pictures. Store? Just Apple's website in general. Okay. Like their their design aesthetic, I think there's a reason that it's popular. And it's because of douches like Well, me. it's popularity is a relative thing though, right? Like I think they still only have like five percent market share or something like that, five or ten, somewhere in there. Really? Yeah, I think so. I would have thought it was higher than that. I mean they've got like well so like in the you know, the smartphone market I think they have like twenty five percent, twenty seven percent of the of the phone market. Mm-hmm. Um but in personal computers, I think it's still just way, way, way below PCs. Huh. All right. Uh, Nightwind292 says, so we've got two Oyster Egg Days in short order. The one on the KOL calendar falls just before or just behind the one in the real world. Is this a reason to hold off on Ascension for a few more days? Are we going to see an event now? I mean, if by event you mean the twice the eggs. Multiple yeah. eggs. Yeah. That's it, though. Well, I guess we could, we could introduce some new eggs. But we won't. We could. But we won't. But we won't. Isari Asuka says, last week you guys talked about cooperative board games. How do you feel about semi-cooperative board games? If the idea appeals, you guys should try Last Night on Earth. It's a zombie board game modeled after zombie movies, including its own soundtrack. And the players are split into two teams, the zombies and the heroes. Huh. I think it has much more autonomy than many cooperative games, which you mentioned as a concern. Yeah, the, I don't know what it is about the lack of autonomy. It's just it when every player doesn't have their own meaningful agency, I think... It just the game sort of just becomes boring to me. Yeah, which pandemic felt like that to me. Like Betrayal at House on the Hill does not feel yeah. like that to me. But also Betrayal at House on the Hill is not even a little bit balanced. No. Like it isn't just not it, it is decidedly unfair. But it's fun and flavorful enough that I don't yeah. care that it's unfair. I'm not playing it to win. I like reading the creepy descriptions on the cards. I feel like the, out loud. the villain wins about as often as the good guys do. You think? Yeah. I feel like we've had the good guy win two out of three times. That said, I feel like that is because it is a landslide in favor of the villain just as often it is as it is a landslide in favor of the players. That could There's be. There's been right? a couple of close yeah. games that were pretty exciting. A couple of close games, but by and large, they are not close at the end. True. Right? I mean, that, that's been my experience, at least. I mean, it's because it's impossible. You can't balance. It's like, all right, so here you're going to have all of this randomness compounded upon randomness for a random amount of time before a random scenario gets picked. You just can't balance them. Right? Like, sometimes when the betrayal happens, everyone is almost dead. Sometimes yeah. when the betrayal happens, everyone is a fucking superhero. And yep. some, sometimes you're playing one versus one, and sometimes you're playing one versus five. Right. So, yeah. You know, the the scenarios, I think, are were chosen based on their flavorfulness and not for their scalability to different numbers of players. Still still have been, fun. by and large, very fun. Yep. yep. A lot of fun. You know, I'm surprised they like, haven't done an expansion. It's like role-playing games, honestly. Like, playing them with the real rules and, like, actually rolling the stuff and, like, keeping track of all the numbers and stuff like that, eh. But, like, when you're actually telling kind of a cool story... Yeah. That's like who cares if the, if it's really balanced. Like you're getting, yeah. Dungeon Master's Guide, twenty dollars. Yeah. Player's <laughs> Handbook, twenty dollars. Player's hand job. Yeah. Twenty dollars. Uh fingering a Same fat chick under the table. <laughs> Priceless. <laughs> I bet that happens at Dungeons and Dragons parties. You think? Dungeons and Dragons rainbow parties. Where huh. a bunch of fat girls blow a fat dude. It's not, it's not. It's not. It's not a bunch of a, a bunch of dudes with uh, different. That's color, what you know. You've heard your paints. You've heard people say yeah, it is. A, 
<laughs> when when uh, when a girl says she's gonna she's gonna blow a fatty, oh, you know, she leaves and then she comes back and her eyes are all bloodshot. It's because she's been sticking things in her eyes. Yeah, like a like the overhanging panis of the fat dude she was blowing, and he was his sweat was kind of corrosive. God. This is disgusting. Yeah, yeah this wow. is worst. <laughs> yeah, we were making turd jokes earlier. That was better. <laughs> turd based strategy games. What would you baste a turd with if you were baking oh. it? I mean, normally you just, you know, you Dude. occasionally will baste it with some pee. <laughs> uh, Shop Troll says, an oldie but goodie. What happened with tier three meat smithing? I seem to recall the duck feathers were going to factor into it, but this plan seems to have fallen by the wayside. What no, happened? no, that's totally still going to happen. Yeah, well, it, it, the thing is, nobody cares about meat smithing. Well, like, we could. We could make some awesome, we could make some awesome stuff that was, you know, Ascension relevant, yeah, and quest items so that you had to do them and run, yeah. If or you'd have to pull the ingredients or something like that, right? Which maybe we should do that. You know, that would be fun. That would be a fun vector of equipment design, making stuff that was quasi relevant for the late game. Or well, but what I'm saying is nobody cares about the existing meat smithing meat smithing stuff, right? It's not like the meat smithing mechanic is fundamentally broken. Ninety percent of the stuff just isn't important compared to stuff that you can pull or that drops. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, like the the wads and the feathers are all so something that you can pull, like a fat dude's dick, or something that drops, like a fat dude's pants. (laughs) Yeah. What What happened? I don't know, man. I can't stop. Suplex and gators. Um, let's see. How awesome would it be to have KOL Oyster Day on Good Friday? So close. Uh, what happens on Good Friday? That's when you finally get to wipe off the shit on your forehead? No, you don't have to wear it for multiple days, do you? I don't know. Isn't it 40 days from no, Ash Wednesday to Good Friday? Is it? No, it's two weeks. It's the two weeks between the uh, crucifixion and the resurrection. So that was only three days, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay, Good Friday is Good Friday is the okay. It is forty days. It's forty days from Ash Wednesday to Good Friday, because that's like Lent, right? Lent starts before Ash Wednesday because you you burn the you burn the fronds. But I thought Fat Tuesday was the last day before Lent, which is the day before Ash Wednesday, which Ash Wednesday to Good Friday is the forty days of Lent. Is it? Dude, I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's that because that's what the kids like listening to. Well, yeah. but hey, you know, you know what we can do religious. is we can pause it because we're recording and then look stuff up and then we can oh. sound all smart. Wow. Wait, yeah, but that's boring. People don't want that. Yeah, Lent in the Christian tradition is the period of the liturgical year from Ash Wednesday to Easter. Okay. So it, it's thirty-seven days in a row between huh. Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, and then Good Friday is the crucifixion, Easter's the resurrection. I see. Um, and the 40 days is there because of the time in the desert or so whatever. It, oh, is it, totally like the, is it the story? previous years? Uh, what are, whatever the things, the the leaves that they use at the end of Lent. Yeah, they burn the Korans on Easter. The and then they use the grass. ashes from the Koran. Yeah, they burn copies of Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass yeah. because he's an evil sinner. Um, I think he was kind of a fat guy and he probably got blown a lot. Just to bring it full circle. Um, a circle blow. A lot of people arguing about the hound versus the spangly rack, rack, rack and fracking. Um, yeah, that continues. Uh, that <laughs> argument continues. Keeps on going. Yeah, it's you know, 
these question threads are great except for when they devolve into just nonstop arguments yeah uh sako says since i've been missing the past few radio shows feel free to ask the feel free to skip this if i'm asking something old but what is the intent of the valhalla revamp to offer stuff that makes ascending for a speed run easier new and exclusive content or a little bit of both I'm not trying to make it easier exactly there are a number of goals uh some of which are competing some of which we've had to abandon um, right so primarily um eliminating the concept of the lead-in run yeah was was critical and fundamentally drove and if the design of current implementation you really have eliminated any need for any lead-in ever right Um, which there's some disagreement as to whether that's necessary yeah because because we could pretty easily have a situation where you could do a lead-in you could do a run and save up some resource and then like do a bunch of other runs and then six months later that like one run you did six months ago to get some extra resources it counts as your lead-in run and you know that could work or that one could count as like 10 lead-in runs or something like that like which i think would not be nearly as as troubling or offensive to people as as having to do a particular kind of run right before you do a speed a run. run that has to happen on a specific day yeah or whatever right right yeah. so, so yeah, you know, maybe maybe you're right. I mean, it's just we 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 took such pains and took so long to land on this current setup that I'm I'm reluctant to start. I am reluctant to start stuff. changing it because changing it at all makes it so a lot of it no longer makes any sense. Right. Like right now, it is it is pretty elegantly put together. Like you came up with some numbers that were big and yet satisfied me. Because um, they're all you know they're all ones like a fat dude's dick. It's big and it satisfies me. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, like, there's there's one sort of intellectual hurdle that I still have trouble with, um, but I'm not sure that it's going to be a big deal. Which is, which is the, like, hardcore versus softcore yeah. issues. I think that it's, po- I think there, there will be a little bit of sniping about it, but if Dev's reaction is any indication, they're all saying there'll be a little bit of sniping about it, but I don't think that anybody will actually care. Um, one of the other goals was to make perming skills a little faster um, to make it possible to perm skills a little faster. Yeah, so what we've done is uh, we give you a list of all the skills and a button that says perm all these skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have like 10 seconds to click as many of them as you can. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like there's machines where they put you in the big plexiglass box and blow dollar bills all around. Yeah. Actually, at con, we're going to have one of those, Except but each one of them bees. is a, an index card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. half of them are index cards with skills on them and half of them are just index cards shaped and sized razor blades. <laughs> um, so you grab as many as you can and you get that skill permed (laughs) and for every razor blade you get a dollar (laughs) this is a a solid brass razor blade slash wrist pewter um what are the other intents of the valhalla revamp um Uh, simplifying the process uh there's a much much slicker interface um i decided halfway through it that i was also eliminating stat days from ronin and hardcore as part of the as part of the revamp um, moon signs are becoming a lot clearer in They're terms of what they do and changing. really, really powerful relative to what they currently do. Yeah, everything, a lot of stuff is changing. Um, and it's like, it's all relatively minor, but like pe- for people who care, I think it's gonna be a bunch of big changes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how people are gonna feel about it in general because it's gonna slow down the fastest runs, but it will speed up 
Oh, it will runs. dramatically speed up the slowest runs. I yeah. think it's it's sort of a it's a it's a leveling. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a it's a kind of a shotgun equalizer. Yeah, that's kind of going everywhere. Um, and you know, every time we try to do something like that, every time we say that, we end up like fucking it up somehow. So maybe we fucked it up somehow. Yeah, you know. Um, it's there's gonna be some new toys to play with. Yeah. There's some like, you know, there's going to be a bunch of new toys to play with. And I've been like, I've been slowly percolating, I think, a, a neat idea for how I want those to work. Um, um, what else? Is, oh, and then and challenges were. Yeah. So the, the new the new path runs, I think, are going to be exciting to people because those will be a way to perm skills even faster. Like doing the current challenge maybe. run is yeah, maybe it depends. We'll try and make it so they are. We'll try and make it so that carrot is a reasonable carrot. Right, but the currency that you use to perm skills, you'll earn more of by doing the current challenge run, just to try to keep that that landscape a little more uh, a little more vivid and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not vivid, lively. Uh, Isn't vivid entertainment vivisected? Um, yeah, that adult. Films. Yeah, it's that fat dude porn studio. It's not all fat dudes, man. The ones I watch are it's fat fat dudes all the way down. Uh, you guys may have answered this sometime before, but I've never heard it, so I'll ask again. Considering anything from old school Saturday morning fare to the newest crazy anime, or maybe even something on the web, what is everyone's favorite animated series? I also ask this in order to say that I think the KOL would make a totally awesome cartoon show. <laughs> um, boy. Wow. I mean, I would be hard-pressed to say that I fundamentally enjoy anything more than, like, Coyote and Roadrunner. Wow, really? Yeah, I really liked that when I was a kid. And but I mean, like, more than Futurama. Well, sure. I mean, that's. I don't know. If I had to, if I had to remove one from the world, I don't know which one I would remove. Right? Because here's the thing: like, Futurama is great, but the Coyote and Roadrunner led to the creation of Futurama in a way that I think was fundamental and is not necessarily applicable to Futurama. Like, I think Futurama, like, Roadrunner and Coyote is going to make sense in 100 years. Futurama is going to be completely inscrutable, right? Because there is there is a straightforwardness to the stuff that they're talking about and the, and the themes that they deal with there, right? They're very well personified. But I would argue, I would argue that, like, the Coyote has as rich and as deep a personality as Dr. Zoidberg, Right, a thing that is just, I, and I don't know. I feel, I feel like those assholes who talk about peanuts like it's the greatest fucking thing ever, right? Because I just totally disagree. <laughs> like peanuts is horse shit, and I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and I don't like. It's possible that it was good before I saw it. The older ones are. That, that's some better. of the older ones might yeah. be good, right? Like there might be some real existential angst going on in there, and like, but like, yeah, Charlie Brown is the everyman. Fucking no, he's not. I have never experienced any of the emotions that Charlie Brown has experienced. Didn't yeah. he get drunk once? Have, have we got a football? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. You would pull it out of my way once, and then, and then the next time beat the I would just run up and kick you in the head. <laughs> Be like, haha, I didn't see that coming, did you? You Van Pelt cunt. <laughs> um. And that's what man. Van Pelt. Yeah, that's Lucy's last name. How yeah. do you know stuff like that? I don't. I don't know. How do you know? How do you know Charlie Brown's last name? Because it's in the name. Yeah, it's Charlie Brown versus Lucy and Linus Van Pelt. Huh. What's his sister's name? Sally. Yeah. Sally Brown. Sally Fourth. 
peppermint patty. Uh, Marcy Katorsi. Uh, and Pigpen. <laughs> Fat dude. Anne Hathaway. Yes, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Jethro. Uh, what was their last Tull. name? Tull. Yeah, Tull. Yeah. It was Tull. Um, what was that? Clampett. Jethro Clampett. Clampett. Yeah. No, Jed Clampett. Was it Jed? No, Jed Clampett, Jed was, the Clampett dad. was the dad. Yeah. Was Ernie Hudson. Tennessee Ernie Ford Hudson Hawk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, cool segment, bro. <laughs> no, we, we don't do that on this show. <laughs> That's just the other show. Yeah. Re- remember Sulu's rifle. <laughs> uh, Tomato Bob says a friend of mine from college is about to embark on a journey of a thousand beers in one year here's his blog link announcing his quest um, thousand in a year unrelatedly dang. he's also working on a book about Dungeons and Dragons due out in uh, 2012 uh, man a thousand in a year I think would have killed me that was the same pace that we set for the month well we would have done 1200 in a year okay that's true that's, but, but no even drinking 5% less beer than that which is not how that math works at all. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Um, yeah, no. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry for that guy. Like The year is going to flash by, and he's going to wonder why the fuck he didn't get anything done. It depends. I, like, well, Maybe he'll get a good book deal out of the blog. So the, there's 52 weeks in a year, right? So let's just simplify it to 50 weeks. That is... 20 beers a 20 week. 20 beers a week. Right. So... That's four days of five, five beers a day. Right. Which we were doing most days, five beers a day. Right. So I think, I mean, I could, I we could see, I could see drinking two to four beers every day and not feeling that bad about it. Now, right. do all thousand beers have to be different beers? That would be a problem. If it's a thousand different, a thousand unique different beers that would be it it gets really hard to avoid ones that are extremely high alcohol content if you're going for variety that was that was the problem that i ran to in in this you uh, would i mean we we probably could have done 200 beers with relative ease but getting up past three or four hundred without doing some really weird shit or like ordering stuff off the internet maybe or something like that would be I think would begin to get really hard oh in order for it to count he has to drink enough of it to form an opinion but not an entire bottle or pint so wow. all right so basically what you're what you're telling us about is this story about Three your friend sips who is a total a pussy and is yeah. also writing a book about Dungeons and Dragons wait so <laughs> but is it is it still a thousand different beers yeah it's a thousand different beers that's just gonna be hard logistically I think yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I think getting up in the six seven hundreds is going to be tricky, just to find that many beers. Like, even even really good beer stores have like two or three hundred different beers, and they're really proud of that. So, I mean, it's not that there you know there clearly are are more than a thousand beers out there, but getting access to them is going to be tough. Inspired by this guy who set out to drink in a thousand bars in a single year, like that's a see that's a real challenge. Dang. Yeah, because that's a thousand drinks. You know, but you could have, but that's the thing. You could drink, like, I could, I think that I could pretty much drink six cans of PBR a day, every day, and it would be kind of like not drinking. Well, it would be good for you because you'd be getting way more hydration than you normally do. Yeah, if if they did, yeah, having to be different is is a weird thing, but also we We drank the whole whole goddamn beer because that's. Even if we didn't like it, that was. God. There was only, there was one that I threw away because I could not... But you didn't count it. I didn't count it, no. I could not stomach 
the the idea of drinking an entire glass of this shit. There was that one beer that I had one time, not as part of this project, but there was this one beer that I had that one time that um, poured out of the bottle and just kind of looked thick. It was like this really dark, sort of bloodish brown red and was so salty it was like like liquefied sausage or like just it tasted kind of like blood it was just so gross and I, are you like, sure you didn't accidentally go to a vampire bar it was it was bukowski's okay but was it accidentally vlad bukowski's it might have been vlad bukowski's <laughs> Link Weenie Lad says, it's funny when somebody creates an account, forgets about it for a year, and then comes back to veteran. I've seen it happen before. I, before. Okay. I know how to fix slash newbie. Have all the mods enforce the new rules. The new rules being only game questions and or answers are allowed in newbie. No idle chit chat. Every once in a while, somebody gets a bug up their ass about how we need to fix newbie. And then we listen to newbie, and it's just like, fine. Well, it's like there are definitely periods of the day or whatever that is that are just awful. And, I, you know. If that's somebody's first exposure to chat, I can see how they would just turn it off and never come back, right? But but I mean, a lot of the time it's not so bad, you know. And like, but I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna turn it off after a single bad experience, they're not gonna last very long in the chat, right? I mean, that well, it it's first impressions, right? Sure, sure. That's the thing. Like, KOL could very well be the community that they've always wanted, but instead of like interacting with some of the awesome intellectual or awesome interesting people they happen into like a weird huggle glomp fest and they're like oh, god this this is so ridiculous and lame and then they'll just they exit and they're done you know yeah right like i think i think uh, draconian enforcement of this is only for newbies asking questions and people answering yeah. the newbies question and if not you get banned that is a much much worse first impression for a person to get well the chat you know if if we did that i think there would just be a lot less going on in that channel which maybe that would be good um but there would be a period where it was there would be a rough transition period but you know if once that got established then people wouldn't see it because it just wouldn't happen very often you know we could turn off band notifications. Like we could, t- could turn off the stuff that like would scare people away. Yeah, if I had it to do over again, I don't know that I would publicly announce bands. That was a just a weird thing, right? Because there's some things that I do and some things that and I don't. It has, you know, for the people that are trying to get bands, that's their award. And for the people who didn't mean to and were just being jerks, that's like a public shaming. And like both of those things are valuable. You know, Takenoko says, uh, Jick's egg pool sounds like the most horrifying thing ever. And this is assuming the eggs aren't bad. Can we have it in the game? No. I didn't hear about this egg pool. I think it was just, what am I going to do with all these extra eggs? Fill your uh, swimming pool up with them and then dive into it. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, how would that uh, be all crunchy? Yeah. Would it, would they break? I think they would. And I think you would sink into it and probably drown in egg. You probably wouldn't drown egg, an egg and shards of shell. I don't know. Like, they're pretty strong if you if you like attack them from the the right angles, right? So I'm wondering if your force is distributed out over a bunch of eggshells. Yeah, I don't know. You probably. I mean, they probably would crack. You probably because like you definitely put like. I mean, I'd be wearing golf cleats. <laughs> uh, sure. All over your body. <laughs> I would actually be wearing boots that were made out of uh, egg beaters <laughs> and porcupines. Yeah, uh, you know I do have that egg beater suit uh, that I'm saving for geek prom. 
Huh. I don't know. Um, somebody once told me about a parody of Star Wars where uh, there was somebody's Darth Vader ship was an egg beater, and instead of Han Solo, it was ham salad. They might have just been making it up. I no, huh. I think this is. I think there's a God. What is this called? It's not, it's like it's not like appliance like wars thumb or something. Hardware wars. Hardware wars, maybe. Was yeah. that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, I've I only it. know about that from some secondhand stories that were told to me by somebody that I was pretty sure was lying. It was it was like like there was like a toaster was like one of the ships or something like I I, I it's really vague memory. It was something that I saw like my first my freshman year in college because it was part of like the sci-fi film festival. Hmm. Um, and yeah, there's like hardware wars and i think it was just a bunch of like kitchen implements as like None the ships really and stuff hardware like well I, right but they were trying to come up with something that sounds sort of like star Wars, star wars mm-hmm. or whatever yeah I, we could probably find it on the internet at this point because that's what the internet's for oh yeah which makes me wonder like there was this cool short film it's like the master of space and time I wonder if that's on the internet. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for some short films on the internet. See if they're around. Like the Nine Inch Nails Broken video, where a guy gets his teeth pulled out with pliers and then cut in half with a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. See, it was weird. Like when I was in college, I had a copy of a copy of a copy of a VHS tape of this weird thing that was like spoken of in hushed tones, and it was like cool that I had it, and like no, there weren't enough VCRs around to really reasonably dub it. So it was like you know people would come and. Hey, can we watch the, you know, can we watch the broken video? I'm like, sure. I don't even remember where I got it, but that just doesn't happen is, anymore. Well, this is kind of the, some of the, the things that I like to do with the puzzles, right? Like you, you put in some hidden content and for at least a little while, there's a couple people, one person maybe who knows something that nobody else knows. Yeah. And they, they you know, they feel special. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Uruzzini says, got an idea for next year's grimoire, book of emoticons. Summon five a day and each has a minor effect in game, but can be used to display an emoticon in chat. I don't know about putting pictures in the chat, man. I mean, would it just put the colon parentheses stuff in there? Because you can already, you can, you can do it with the keyboard. <laughs> no, I think they mean with like actual smiley faces and shit. Ugh, I hate those. Yeah. It would be animated. It would start out as a colon and parentheses, and then it would rotate around and turn it. Yeah. Have you seen those things on, yeah, on Gchat or whatever? I have. Yeah. They're fucking horrible. Those are terrifying. I know. Evangelion uh, Q says, why isn't Spaghetti Con Calavera searchable yet? Uh, because it hadn't been marked public. We did a shitty job of paying attention to this. Uh, we didn't do very well, good service yeah. after the sale with this item of the month. Well, those were some weird edge cases. Most people hadn't interacted with them yet. Yeah, we so didn't was... expect those to be uh, out quite as quick as they were. Although we did, we expected them to be out as fast as it was possible for them to be out over, you know, just over the population. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. GMD says, there's rumors going around that there's going to be NS15. Is this true? No. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, yes. That's what the Valhalla revamp is. Yes. Um, Captain Spam says, with the Salsa de los Epicas, Epocas, did you really intend to have a nearly trivial to get spaghetti with skullheads equivalent to Moxie sign people just to mess with the muscle signers? Uh, no, but, you know, I mean, Scully designed this so it wasn't balanced out of the gate, and then I didn't pay any attention to it. I mean, because it's not like, I guess you can buy marzipan skulls in the store. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about it being equivalent to something that required a dropped ingredient. Because I don't think of the dropped ingredient as being the thing that is tough to get. I think of the thing that is limited per day as being tough right. to get. Which, you know, people who are just summoning this stuff don't. Right? So, yeah, why not? We did that on purpose. 
Marvin the Drunk says, is there potential for more Alice's army in the future, or is it a one-time thing? I don't know. You know, it, it's one of those things where everybody says, oh my god, you should. this should be what KOL is from now on, and then I think that they... I don't know that that's real. I think that there's some enthusiasm talking there. I think we should release uh, some booster cards, booster packs, booster sets, something like that. And, like, sell them? Oh, I don't know for for Mister. I don't know if we should put them in the Mister. Store, but I think we should expand the the possible things. We could put them in the in the game store. I mean, would it be a big deal if we put a box of boosters for an expan- for an Alice's Army expansion in Mister. Store? You know, uh, would that be a dick move? Because I mean, it's as optional as the fucking day is long. No, I don't you know? think it would be. I don't think it would be if if there was some way to get them in game too, right? If that was the only way to get them, then maybe yeah, I think it might be a dick move. If 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 you are charging people a um, Mister Accessory for a consumable that is not that is that is optional, but not if you want that content, then yeah, I think that is kind of a dick move. Because like you know, we gave people an infinite number of cards if they're willing to be patient and immortal. Well, <laughs> of course, I mean. If you're going to be patient, you also better be immortal. That's true. <laughs> Patience only gets so far if you right. have this limited-ass lifespan. <clears throat> Gringrim says, Hey, Jake and Scully, love the April Fool's Day stuff. Also, could you add the Nash Crosby still transformations to the recipe page? It would help those of us with horrible memories. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw on the on the forum about a dungeon to make a clan with Hobopolis semi-rares always available, but special exemption to the multi-rule to make it possible? Uh, no. No. No special exemption to the multi-rule anywhere ever. No. Uh, Link Lad says, funny poster I saw in an episode of Tripping the Rift. Gun control means using both hands. I feel like that was a joke they stole from, like, a beer cozy from yeah, a, from a Walmart at a, tri- or a truck stop yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a bumper sticker at a gun show. Yeah. Um, did you get two tickets to your bumper sticker? I did. <laughs> I keep seeing people stopping t- as they're walking past the office to read the bumper sticker on your oh, really? car <laughs> and I've seen like this guy I saw this guy he like said oh wait wait come back here come back here come back here you gotta read this and she read it she's like I don't get it and he was like it's a smart way of saying you're stupid <laughs> like, huh. I like that bumper sticker yeah. I got that from uh, the Wondermark online comic are you gonna are you gonna tell the listeners what it is it's a very long paragraph and I don't know if I can rattle it off from memory I mean it's just something about bumper it's stickers like, are yeah. an ineffectual means of communicating nuanced and complicated ideas that can't be reduced to a single pithy slogan yeah, or something something, right. something like that I mean I guess it's weird you probably spend the least time of anyone looking at the back of your car right right because <laughs> every day I drive past it <laughs> um uh let's see I think we might be good for time actually yeah you think because I think we're gonna run over and yeah. the broadcast alright you're probably right alright let's finish this shit up okay. Good night, everybody um have a good weekend yep hey guys if you're listening to this uh, show from the archive and you're wondering why it's only 45 minutes long and what the fuck happened to the rest of the show the rest of the show turned into our brand new podcast called video games hot dog and you can find it uh, hopefully on itunes within a day or two um 
Actually, I don't know how to tell them where else to find it because there's nowhere else to get it. At the very least, I should uh, set up uh, videogameshotdog.com yes. to go to the XML feed yep. for the time being because I can just put a single link that's like, hey, website coming soon. Oh, man, and I can have an animated GIF with those construction dudes. Oh, yeah. Like, or, can you have like a rotating burning skull? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and a thing that looks like there's a hole in the web page and there's like some <laughs> gears behind it. Yeah. I'm getting one of those motherfuckers is what I'm getting. Anyway, so that's what's going on. Uh, VideoGamesHotDog.com. I'll make sure that something is there before I post this. You should use the Quake font. The Quake font? Yeah, just the font they used in Quake. Okay. Cool. Had like the crosses and the O's and stuff. I could use a font that's comprised entirely of photographs of Quaker furniture. Ooh. I guess it's shaker furniture. I could use an animated font. That's a shake, like a furniture shaker. Oh, like a like a next know. to the salt shaker and the pepper shaker. Oh, I was thinking like ice cream shake. Yeah. Now add a dash of furniture, and your yeah. house is complete. <laughs>